welcome to Media MD, your fortnightly dose of media that you have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And this fortnight we are back, Elliot, because I've prescribed to you the good place to watch. Um, yeah. So, how'd you find it? I'm glad I don't have to give a number till the end, because I'm kind of hoping that, like, as we dissect this uh, now, I'll get a clearer picture of what number I want to give it. Because right now I'm not sure. Okay, let's start so, with the question of where did you get up to? I finished the two seasons and I, I've i done a little bit of the third season. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember I, I checked in with you a few days ago and you were like, yeah, I'm almost finished season one. Yeah, I I I kept having nights where I was watching like six or seven in a row because I just sort of lost track of time. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so no, I got through a lot more than I thought I was going to, like, five days ago. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's do a plot summary for those of us who haven't seen it. Yeah, so I guess spoilers uh, for the f- for the first two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. So the the series starts with uh, Eleanor Shellstrop, uh, played by Kristen Bell, um, waking up and being told that she's dead, uh, but it's okay because she made it into the good place, which is... Uh, essentially sort of heaven like one of the things they establish is that all the religions had it like five percent right or something um mm. so it's, it's essentially the equivalent of heaven and then the majority of people go to the the bad place um which is you know where everyone gets tortured and, and all that yep um and so the series goes on and she's introduced to some of the other people in the good place um and basically then comes clean to her supposed soulmate um that she's actually not supposed to be there. Um, like, you know, they've got most of the details of, of her death, right? But, like, everything they're saying about her life is completely wrong. Um, mm. And so most of the first season is sort of built around uh, her soulmate, Chidi, helping her to become a better person. Um, and there's some other characters who come in and out. And uh, then there's sort of this big revelation right at the end of the season. So, like, double spoiler alert. Uh <laughs> that they're they're actually in the bad place the whole time and this whole fake good place was set up to torture them uh in their own individual ways um yeah as a new kind of revolutionary method of torture where it's more psychological than tie them to a rack and and pull out their toenails or whatever yeah so so there's this architect of of the whole thing called michael who has been posing as an angel the whole time, but it actually turns out he was a demon who set this whole thing up uh, as a as a torture. So he's like, you know, the architect for the bad place, not the good place. Yeah, and an example of how that works is Eleanor's there and she's kind of meant to be guilty the whole time that her being there when she's not meant to be is causing a lot of things to go wrong for other people and stuff like that. The more guilt and uh, psychological torture yeah. aspect. Yeah, and, and so then season two takes us in. They all get their memories wiped and Michael tries to start again. Um, mm-hmm. But it turns out his boss wasn't super keen on this sort of uh, innovative idea. Uh, and so Michael has to start lying to his boss about how well it's going because he constantly has to keep rebooting it. Uh, so eventually Michael starts getting blackmailed by one of his subordinates and is forced to team up with the uh, the four humans uh, who he was meant to be torturing. Um, and then I guess they maybe taught him to become a slightly better person. I, that whole thing was a little bit unclear. Um, 
because one of the things you know like season one was all about teaching eleanor to be a better person and then uh mm-hmm. season two they they sort of do a bit of the same thing with michael uh and, and then season two ends um with them sort of breaking out of the bad place with michael um because everything starts to go to shit and mm-hmm. they managed to convince this person called the the judge i think it's just the judge um yeah. who, who's sort of you know responsible for all the rules about who goes where to give them a second chance because they're basically trying to prove that the system is flawed which based on everything we've learned so far is, is a pretty fair statement um yep it's a pretty weird system yeah. doesn't seem to make a lot of coherent sense <laughs> Uh, and so then where I'm up to in season three, they're just sort of still on earth and uh, I, I guess they're going to be there for a while at least. Um, mm. and they're all, uh, Michael's helping to manipulate them while they're on earth to, to make sure that they actually become better people, which is something that the judge told him not to do. So it's a stupid fucking idea to do it. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that takes us through the, the first two seasons and a bit of the third. Yeah. Um, so what has got got you so conflicted about this show, Elliot? So I think I think I definitely went in with with uh, the wrong expectations. I guess uh, mm. this is very much so. So I guess I heard Michael Schur, and I'm thinking Brooklyn Nine Nine, Parks and Rec, um, and, mm. and The Office, and and so I was picturing much more of a like episodic. Um, really character driven humor like the 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 defining feature of of all of those sorts of three shows uh is that you know they have characters who are you know lovable but eccentric and and all the sorts of episodes are based around their eccentricities and and issues that come up there um Mm. and, and you sort of told me this one was more serialized but i don't think i understood how much more like this is very much a a single continuous story like there's definitely you yeah know, like right from the opening that it, it comes up and says like chapter one or chapter two and so there's certainly like a often a chaptery sense to each episode but it it, it it's just a chapter of the main story whereas something like uh brooklyn 99 say has like a very loose plot throughout a season maybe but but really each episode stands <laughs> usually on just own. for the first episode of a season and the last two episodes of a season yeah definitely it, each episode really stands on its own whereas like the good place is not a show where you could just jump someone in in season three unlike any of the others yeah although having said that i i guess we should talk briefly about the 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 main characters so there's eleanor yeah. who we've discussed there's chidi her soulmate who is a kind of ethics professor um there's Tahani, who was a kind of heiress who spent a lot of time, who's very kind of conceited, but spent a lot of time pursuing charitable means. Yeah. And then there's Jason, who was a, <laughs> a, a lovable idiot, I guess is the best way to describe him. Yeah. And so then the only other two real characters who appear in more than a couple of episodes are uh, Michael, obviously, the, the demon slash angel uh, for half the show, yep. who's torturing them. And uh, this not a robot, but kind of a like uh, magical computer program thing called Janet, and so yep, like, kind of an assistant to Michael, kind of a database of knowledge. Yeah. Also has the ability to basically create things out of thin air. Just a yeah, an all round helper. <laughs> and so like, they often talk about how Michael's the architect, and so that that sort of makes Janet like the construction. Like he just sort yeah. of tells Janet what to build, and and she builds it. Um, yeah. And, and and yeah, so I mean, so that's sort of the six characters I'd say, and, and I think that's that's sort of something where 
where the confusion for me starts in terms of how much I like this show. Because I would say these six characters are, are by a significant margin, probably the weakest cast of any Michael Schur show. Um, Interesting. Like, I like Eleanor. Um, she's pretty funny. And my issue is with most of the others. I, I think it's actually because there's more of a continuous plot. I find mm. some of their silly antics where they're not growing properly a little bit more grating because, like, the story's moving mm. on and sometimes it feels like they're not. Uh, Jason Jason was the most frustrating in this to me. Like, he's he's almost too dumb uh, for, the, for the rest <laughs> of the show to make sense because there's actually, like, when the rest of the show is so clever and is, like, everyone's moving forward, it, it's actually kind of frustrating to just watch Jason be dumber than is humanly possible. Mm-hmm um yeah i mm. i don't know so i i i didn't find myself i i thought janet janet's funniness survived a lot longer than i thought like she's still funny um yeah i like michael but i wouldn't call him particularly funny like eleanor's probably the only character i'd say is of the class of what i've come to expect from something like brooklyn 99 where you know after a few seasons i'm really attached to all the characters it's interesting that you say that i think because when you're talking about the the serialized nature of the story versus some of the more standalone comedy episodes of of some of these other shows to me it's it's Jason Tahani and Janet who are kind of carrying the they have the B stories that are just basically about trying to to have a comedic aspect to this show that is episodic you know yeah i i get that they definitely the that trio definitely has a sort of sense of the the b team or even like the second tier of main characterness like cheaty yeah. eleanor and michael are definitely the core of the show yeah um, or at least the core of the kind of plot driven aspects of the show yeah and and definitely because i i actually really enjoyed the plot of this show like i i you know i, I think i started a bit at the start because i was confused because i wasn't expecting it to be so important to the show um mm. But like, I, I really enjoyed the plot. The end, of, the twist at the end of season one was was fantastic. Like that caught me completely off guard. And I think it was one of those things where, in retrospect, there were lots of clues, but I missed them because I chalked it up to like, oh, that's just you know a weird thing because this is a comedy show, or um, yeah, totally. It, you know, or you know, it's just like all these people are really weird, so it makes sense that there'd be this weird <laughs> stuff in their version of heaven. Um, I I actually had quite a lot of fun. Uh, trying to get because obviously you knew there was a twist yeah. to an extent going in. It was quite a lot of fun hearing your theory crafting about what that was going to be and just having it all be <laughs> in the complete wrong direction. Yeah, I, I, and I think uh, they introduced in season one a, a fake Eleanor. So part of the plot of season one is uh, El, it turns out like well they they fake that there was an Eleanor who should have gone to the good place but was sent to yeah. the bad place, and so it's like you know oh they swapped places. Uh, and this yeah. is all sort of part of with the, the goal of, yeah, kind of tormenting her about these weird ethical questions and having her have to, well, they hope make decisions to save herself at the expense of these other people and and kind of have her live with that guilt as a form of torture. Yeah, exactly. And, and when that's sort of happening, before you know it's the bad place, I was just like, I, because I, I actually kind of predicted something like that was going to happen. So I like it yeah. just completely cemented me not heading in the right direction towards the twist because i was like <laughs> oh yeah like this is how. so that was a great sort of red herring that leads you to to not pick the twist in my opinion anyway like i i, I yeah. thought i thought it was really well done and, and like overall like i've enjoyed most of the story like the the way they've integrated ethics into the show 
much strong, much more strongly than I would have expected. Uh, yeah, is actually quite quite good, and and, and you know, because because you know that the show deals with sort of the afterlife, and 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 really, it's reaching the point where they're questioning the rules for this afterlife in in the world yeah, that they're I, in. I'd say one of the strong themes of the show is like, what does it mean to be a good person? Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, and um, and, they're, and they're comparing they're, and contrasting different ethics systems. Uh, yeah. quite quite literally to do that, which which I really like. Yeah, we should probably talk about the rules of of how you get into the good place, which is this very kind of utilitarian well, metric of it's hard if to you know. do something good, you get points, <laughs> and the more points you have, the better chance you have of getting in. Yeah, and there's stuff like it, it, apparently it factors in your motivations for for why you're doing mm. it. So like Tahani did all this charity stuff. But she was really just doing it to stick it to her sister and, and make everyone love her. So like she ended and try up and impress the, her parents as well. Yeah. So she ended up in the bad place because she was doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. And, and I mean that's sort of like yeah, it's like it's a little unclear to me because we we get a lot of stuff about what the um, point system is, but that's back when Michael was pretending it was the good place that they were in. So yeah. I don't know how much you can trust. <laughs> And, and like, like, you know, when they find out it's actually the bad place, about like two thirds, maybe of the information that we'd gotten so far, it turns out to still be true, but others will yeah. lies like they, they, you know, they allowed their sort of law, I guess, of the show to really, you know, they got to pick and choose bits because the whole thing had been a lie up to now. So the yeah. system's pretty poorly understood, I think. And I guess that's on purpose. Yeah, and it it even seems directly contradictory at times. Like Tahani mm. is in the bad place because she did all these great things, but for the wrong reasons. And kind of Jason's also in the bad place. He did some bad things, but he did them for mostly quite good reasons. Like he's quite a kind person. Yeah, well, he's too stupid to have had malicious intent, really. Yeah, exactly. Um. And so it's kind of like, well, why? And and um, Cheedy gets into the bad place even though he's done a lot of good just because he's indecisive, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it's a very, yeah. And I mean, and I think the show seems to be heading in a direction where they're directly going to challenge all of that. And I mean, you know, like we said, the theme of the show is is just dealing with what does it mean to be a good person and like yeah. ethics in general, really. Yeah. Uh, and so I think they're going to sort of address the fact that it it's not just sim- as simple as defining a, simple set of rules for what is and isn't correct um you know you can't just be utilitarian because there's issues with that and you can't just be uh, i don't know yeah. any other ones but you know that as well <laughs> we haven't been paying enough attention to the show Elliot. <laughs> oh they're all like um, old people names that i don't remember yeah i, I want to talk about the character of eleanor because she's she's interesting to me because like a, sh- a light this is a relatively light-hearted show um yeah but kind of the premise of it is that she's shitty. And it's it's interesting to have a character who is just kind of shitty in a lot of ways and quite unapologetically so at times. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I, There's this trope of um, of kind of the nice pirates, you know, who, who are yeah. on paper pirates, but they never actually do any kind of piracy. I mean, I think it would be easy for this show to kind of fall into that trap of, Having a character who they say, "Oh, this character's really shitty," but they don't actually show you her being shitty. Um, yeah, she's in a good place. They really stuff. do. <laughs> she, she's she's horrible in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, and I think it's a testament to her acting that she's still quite likable. 
Yeah, and, and and I mean the show gets to cheat a little bit because there's been so far at least two major points, which is at the end of both of the seasons I've seen, whether all the humans have had their had their memories completely wiped. Um, mm. So they kind of get to have her improve, and, and she sort of keeps improving, and then they just get to wipe her memory and sort of reset her. Uh, and then they do yeah, that a bit kinda... for the other characters as well. It's this great way of kind of getting around the problem of of how do you keep growing the character without losing who they were in the first place, especially when you're dealing with characters especially... whose flaws yeah. are exactly what they need to change. Um, and that they are actively working on and improving yeah. <laughs> them, you know. Uh, but even then, yeah. even when she becomes a better person, they did a great job of like, she's still kind of a snarky bitch, uh, yeah. like, like half the time. Um and, and, but it's like it's less malicious and more just like uh, I don't know wisecracking almost. Um, yeah. So like, I, I thought so, they they kept doing a good job with that. I yeah I, I I definitely I think Eleanor's character is one who is kind of one of the shining stars. Even though in shows like this, it's often the main characters who are just kind of the the blandest ones. But I actually find her to be one of the most compelling characters. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, she was easily my favourite character throughout the show. I guess what we should loop back around to is, did you find this show funny, Elliot? How funny did you find this show? Because it, it is a comedy, and that really is the metric of its success, right? Yeah, well, so that's the thing. I'd question whether just using comedy as, as, it's, as a metric makes sense for the show. I guess now we're getting we're just doing what the show does with ethics. Um <laughs> but like because because for me i would argue that the plot of this show is better than the comedy like i would be more willing to classify this as a drama slash comedy rather than a comedy sure. slash drama um so yeah. compared to the other michael sure shows i'd say this this is the least funny but it's still a pretty mm. funny show it's not unmade there were just like i was laughing at, at most of the jokes there were just a few like a lot of jason ones where he'd say something that was just kind of so stupid uh, like it, it turned me off which is you know not not normally something that bothers me that much but like just some of the things jason said i was just like that's too silly that's fascinating to me because jason still remains the character that is able to give me the most consistent uh laughs that lands to me the most consistently yeah see for me that'd probably be um i mean maybe maybe eleanor but eleanor's not usually the source or, or butt of most of the jokes um yeah. probably cheaty more than her i'd say cheaty's the one mm. i i find the most funny um more mm. usually more due to what's happening to him than what he's doing um yeah sure <laughs> he's kind of a well at times he's a, he's a bit of a straight man but then at times he's just kind of his rigidity is the joke yeah exactly uh, but he had a, he had a bunch of great moments in season one where he's like the only good person trying to help Eleanor and Jason become better people, and just yeah. some of the stuff they they were saying he got to work off that really well. <laughs> um, I also yeah. thought it was interesting, like because I think this show is made by NBC, but it's on Netflix everywhere mm. else because because it airs weekly. Like I think Netflix, I I, I saw it. Not all of season three is out, and they're adding like episodes every week or so. Yeah, like comes after they air. I, I don't know how that's going to go for me because, like, this show seemed to be made to be binged. Like, very often mm. the start of an episode will literally be a continuation of the scene from the previous one and they'll, like, repeat the last two lines or something. But, like, it, yeah. it goes, you know, like, it's so serialized. It's it's literally picking up in the same scene. And, and it seems like I'm, I'm almost tempted to just wait for season three to finish, which I think is only, like, a month or so. Um mm. 
before picking it up because I don't know I don't know if this is a show that will work as well for me in week week, week to week. Mm, interesting. I I kind of get a, a bit of that. I think I actually felt that the most towards the start of the first season, but it really kind of got its hooks into me the more it went on. To yeah. the extent that I'm quite enjoying the the episodic nature because it's just like, oh, I get to land back in this show for another, you know, half an hour every week. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, given the self-control I've usually shown with these sorts of uh, TV shows, I probably will end up watching it each week. Um, <laughs> so I guess I guess I'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, well... Hopefully our discussion has clarified some things for you, Elliot, because it's that time yeah, of the episode where you need time. to give it a numerical rating. So I think, yeah, it, it's interesting because I feel like I had all these negative things to say about the characters and the humour, but then also I kept watching six or seven episodes at a time and and for, <laughs> having to force myself to go to bed. So I think I still really enjoyed it. I just didn't realise I was enjoying it. I don't know what's happening right now. Um, look, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like an eight out of 10. Um, I think that's right. That's so high. <laughs> that's so much higher than some of the other things you've given to things that you seem to have enjoyed more. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. My, my, uh, my consistency is probably terrible. Like I think if we sure. went, I think if we went back and walked, uh, things I've sat on for a couple of weeks, I'd probably vastly change all the scores. But uh, no, I, I did really mm. enjoy this. I just seem to have a bunch of negative stuff to say about it, and I don't, I don't know why. Sure, sure. Well, fair enough. I mean, it's it is a comedy that is breaking its own format or breaking the traditional format a bit. Um, yeah, which I think is it can be, you know, different and uh, a little harder to pull off successfully, but. Still, it's a pretty good score, so I guess let's leave it there. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so now it's my turn to bring something to everyone for the next two weeks. All right, what you got? So I'm bringing the Netflix original series, uh, Orange is the New Black, which uh, I'm sure most oh, wow. people have heard of. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I told you I was bringing something else, but I'm actually I haven't finished that. I want to finish that, so that might be the next thing. But um, sure. Uh, Orange is the New Black is one of the the original. Like I think I think Netflix started off with just House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, um, yeah. and and you know they're both sort and of they're both still going. Well, I think House of Cards just finished. I watched a bit of the last season. Like I started it and it was awful. So yeah, sure. Um, well, I I hear that same thing is happening with Orange is the New Black. So yeah, that's interesting. A lot of people didn't like the newest season. I still thought it was. Like, like, good. Like, you definitely... I think the show has peaked and is heading back down, like, the other side of the hill. Um, but this mm. was still as good as, as seasons one or two, I, I would have said. Um, and, and I think season seven uh, next year, they've said, is going to be the last. So uh, mm. I'm optimistic that it's not going to go too much to the dogs um, before before it ends up. Um, yeah, but sure. This is a this is, a, you know, just a story about a girl called Piper... Uh, she's in her thirties, um, and she sort of get uh, a crime that she did in her twenties catches up with her, uh, and so sure. she ends up getting put in prison, uh, and then you meet, uh, you know, all of the actually interesting characters who are the ones that are in prison, <laughs> um, and, and and yeah, so really, I mean, the show the show's theme is just the prison system in America is shit, and I mean, I think we have a pretty similar yeah. one over here in Australia in a lot of ways, and and so you know, yeah. it, it's shit, um. 
and, but it's a it's it's a really it's a character driven show and, and i think you know especially the last few months uh character driven is so hot right now on, on our podcast mm. uh so fresh um so so yeah i mean what really stands out to me like like why i got really excited to sit down again with season six of this show is is just the characters and and how fun and and great they all are and uh you know this show copies probably the one thing everybody actually liked from from the old show lost uh which Mm. is each episode centers on one character's sort of flashbacks to before they were in prison oh um okay and so that's like really a great way of, you know, sort of as the show goes on, you get more and more insight into the various uh, inmates, you know, as and it goes. And that continues all the way throughout the show or just for the first season? Uh, pretty much. Um, e- even in season six, they do. Uh, the show The show is a kind of a rotating cast. Like characters are coming in and out. So mm. um, there's, there's always sort of been more of it to do, whether it's a new character or uh, they're going to explore further a character they've already done. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, and okay. and it's and it's great because it doesn't always just focus on their crime too. Like, uh, like uh, you know, a big part of the message of this show is people aren't just defined by what landed them in jail. Um, yeah. So you know that that comes across uh, through through you know the f- crime not necessarily being the focus of their of their backstory. Yeah. Um, well, interesting. I even though I have obviously heard of this show and heard quite a few things about it, I I had never actually heard that flashbacks in each episode was a, a core part of it. Uh, it so is a, to me because because uh, in, in my opinion it's character focused like th- this is a funny show as well it is actually mm. very funny but i'd say the drama is, like the, the comedy is just there to make it more accessible because otherwise the show would be super depressing um sure so they almost they almost use the comedy to make it so that like i, I guess your average joe will be willing to watch uh what's what's actually a show that deals with pretty heavy themes yeah yeah okay Hmm, interesting. Well, yeah, I'll have to check it out and we'll see. I guess we'll see what uh, we have to say about it next fortnight. Yeah. And uh, audience, if you're watching along at home and you have things to say about it next fortnight as well, please remember to leave those in the discussion threads, which are linked down below. Um, you can leave comments. And uh, if we find any comments that we really like and really want to talk about um, or jump off into any kind of discussions, we'll bring them up next fortnight on the show. Uh, so links to do that are down in the discussion thread. And you can also find links to that on our website, which is MediaMDPodcast.com, where you can also find all of our previous episodes. Uh, you could leave us a review on iTunes. You can find all of our clues for the MediaMD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why is his architect so obsessed with Froyo. Elliot, why don't you tell the listeners this fortnight's clue? Padding. Padding. We will see you next fortnight. <laughs>